Hey guys, this is Jonathan Obar. I'm a digital marketer and entrepreneur. And if you want to be inspired by entrepreneurial stories, then you should be following and listening to the People's Coach Podcast with my good friend, Angelo. Maybe you're thinking, it's too late for change. You're already established and life is good, but it's definitely not great. Welcome to The People's Coach, your guide to living with more purpose and fulfillment. This is how life optimization should be. Brought to you by our host, Angelo Lilac. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your host, Angelo Lilac, and I'm excited to get this show started. But before that, if you haven't already, please go over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review because it helps us grow this show. And more importantly, it helps us grow this movement and this impact that we're trying to add into the world. We would really appreciate it. And if you send me a screenshot on my Instagram at Angelo Lilac, A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C, and you send me a screenshot of your review, I'd love to sit down and talk to you and spend some time and seeing how I can add value to you. All right, let's get to the show. Appreciate you guys. There's so many things that this conversation can le- can lead to. Uh, but what, like what you were saying earlier, when we talk about entrepreneurship, we talk about the real shit, you yeah. know, the ups and downs, a lot of downs. A and lot. one thing like I, I was alluding to earlier is you've, you you've been in that startup grind yeah in tech specifically yeah Yeah. and i love that you just continue to move forward and you continue to find a positive in the lessons there's something you said you said failing up you called it failing up talk about that a little bit yeah um so you know it's i think it's part of our generation i mean um i feel like millennials have it's it's hard i mean um whether it's student loans or just trying to break into corporate or anything it's it's hard it's so competitive out there um where was i going with this um so you know it's not like it's not like the generations before us where you know you go to school you get an internship you get hired and you just move up the corporate ladder like it's right it's not it's just it's not possible anymore. So like I had to jump into entrepreneurship to survive. And, um, that was how I started right after college. Cause I, I, you know, I was, I was very much a by the books guy. I still kind of am, but, Mm -hmm. um, after college, I wasn't getting jobs. No one would hire me. I had no experience. I had some experience. I worked at a golf course, but I, I had my, my resume and my degree in business and in marketing. Mm. And I would go to people and I'd say, hey, um, I will pay. I will work for nothing. I will work for, you know, I'll, I'll try to get a, a low paying internship. No one give me anything. So I got, wow. um, so it was either it was sink or swim, like either that or I start or I work as a waiter and then try to see if I can find a job in the future. But, you know, I was just like, you know, fuck that. I'm going to I'm going to start my own thing. And so, um, you know, my I keep my friend group, too, including you, very mm-hmm. small. So, like, you know, I feel like anyone that I actually communicate with, 
on the regs, um, always uh, has a good idea with something. So with my buddies mm. um, who I grew up with, and you know them, Wolfgang and, and Andrew, my brother, um, mm -hmm. we were just kind of talking about um, music and we we're just talking about, uh, um, you know, kind of like fashion that we like. And then someone brought up the idea of, uh, of you know, it, it, we used to wear light, it wasn't it cool when you used to wear light shoes when we were kids. And then mm. bing, I was just like, oh, you know, why don't we try that? That sounds cool. Like we might as well, we have nothing to lose. So that was the first one and that was in college. So that that was really just from an idea that you were hanging out with your brother and, and Wolfgang's your cousin, correct? Yes. So that was like, you guys were just chilling one day and then like, boom, Yep. idea. Yes. It was as simple as that. Yep. And then how long between idea to conception? That took um, about a month. A month. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, one thing, I'll, I'll never forget this, um, and I'm probably going to butcher the quote, but um, <laughs> something with uh, Henry Ford, basically, he was talking, I think there's a story of Henry Ford where mm -hmm. uh, people, you know, people obviously think that entrepreneurs are are geniuses and they know everything i mean that's the that's what you think about when you think about tech entrepreneurs especially like mm -hmm. bill gates and guys like that but like you know there's a story where um uh you know people thought that uh henry ford knew everything but i think he had a button on his desk so anytime he didn't know the answer to something he'd press the button and someone would come and tell him the answer to it and then he would just be like that's the answer and then um, go on. And that's the thing is like, people forget that entrepreneurship is a lot of it is dependent on your partners or our people. You know, you can't do everything yourself. It's an, it's mm. so, um, the only reason I was able to get, um, get, start doing it within a month was cause I had a designer. I knew a designer and I knew, um, uh, a, um, an engineer, and um, I basically just told them, hey, I'll give you, let's let's start this concept, see if we can build something off it. And then, um, you know, we'll figure out um, cuts later on. And um, yeah, and so we, we just got, got it started that way. Wow. So in a month's time, well, I didn't even, we, we didn't even talk about what business with this is because I know what it is, but obviously there's people <laughs> like, bro, why do you keep, why do you keep holding us, holding back from us? What is it? So what, what was that idea? What light was it called? Shoes. Yeah. So, um, light shoes for adults. Um, and then back then, um, we were trying to ride the wave of, um, dubstep was a big thing back in like 2010. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. we were trying to, trying to become, a style for people that were going to concerts like that, um, like EDM stuff, you know, and back then, like, you know, there was some led gear, like it wasn't like as, um, cool as, as it, as it is now, but like, yeah, know, yeah. Let's get shoes going. Um, but there was a lot of stuff that was missing from that. <laughs> a lot of skills that were missing from that. Uh, so, um, if you, if you don't mind me asking, and this is where I, I, this is what I, I love about this is we get to get, we get to hear it from you. Yeah. Who's actually been there and done that. It's one of those things that 
you know, I don't care what kind of degree you have or what you know you've learned or read over time. I mean, sure, it's I'm sure it's helpful, but I care yeah. about the experience and the real life, you know, um, boots on the ground type yeah. of knowledge that you have. So, like you said, you were missing a few things. What do you think? Maybe one or two things um, that was for for you and your team. Internet experience. That was the big one. Mm. We didn't know how to build a website. We didn't know. We I knew how to do some social media strategy, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to even get a website going. I didn't know how to um, rank on Google. I didn't know how to connect myself to the customers. That's mm -hmm. it. And the, the only way I could do it was, um, you know, back then Imgur was a thing. Um, so mm. I take pictures of the shoes and I put it on there. You also put it on, um, on, um, uh, what is it called? Um, oh, we didn't get on Kickstarter. It was another one. Indiegogo. We did Indiegogo oh. and, and got, um, some buzz that way, but the, like we had, we had nothing going for us digitally. So, you know, we were basically hidden, um, from our audience. There's no way to sell our stuff because, we had no shop. We had nothing. Wow. So, I mean, the only way we got buzz um, was partnering with some groups. But even then, because we didn't have a website, um, it didn't take off. So, like, um, there's one run. Um, is it called the Firefly Run? Um, is a 5K. Um, I think one in Dallas, one in Chicago, and I think one in Boston back in the day. And we're like, hey, we can provide shoes for some of your runners, and you know we can get some buzz that way. And and they they did. They they we partnered with them. We had brand mm -hmm. we had everything. Well, again, because we didn't have a website or like um or a uh, trying to think of what else we're missing. Um, like a social presence. Yeah, not not a not a really good social presence. Um, it, it was impossible. And you know the other thing was. You know, because it's my first, um, my first uh, venture, I like to hold everything close to the chest. Like I, I was mm. baby, so I didn't want I, I didn't want anyone to know about it. I didn't want to get stolen. I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about it. Um, mm -hmm. So I kept it as close to the chest as possible. And then um, when I finally um, put it on social, we had no buzz either because because mm. like they're like, what is this? And it's like, oh, it's shoes. And then by then it's like, okay, well, that's cool, I guess. Uh, I, I'm not going to buy them because you don't have um, an audience. You know, there's no, there was no um, way to show value because no one was following us. I mean, not have a website. So, you know, I guess that's another thing that I learned from that too is like, don't, don't hide or don't hold everything and um, not take a chance because you're afraid that, you know, someone might take it. Um, a lot of time in that venture too was writing a um, provisional patent. I was I was patenting the shoes, and I spent money and time and everything. And like so much of my time was spent writing this patent and then working with a lawyer to get it patented. That mm -hmm. um, nothing else came from it. So you know, wow, bucks down the drain for the provisional. So a lot of this was just out of your pocket right now. I mean, Indiegogo was, I'm sure, brought a little bit, but yep. a lot of it was out of your guys' pockets. Yep. And wow. Right okay. Too. It was tough. Wow. Okay. So I have, I have two questions coming from that. Um, 
how important is timing? Timing. And, yeah, go ahead. Uh, timing um, for the market. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I remember when I remember you and I were talking about your idea before mm -hmm. it like it went out there and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool idea, you know, and I think a little bit after I, I, I want to say within a year mm -hmm. of when you said we're done. Yeah. There, I'm not going to name the name, but there was a, and, and I'm sure you know exactly who I'm talking about. There's another big major shoe company that. I shit you not looked, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Looked just like your shoe. Yep. Now this is a major company and I remember seeing it and I was like, oh, damn. Yep. And I think I hit you up or maybe I texted you, but I, I remember like, bro, did you see this? Like it was my first time seeing that commercial mm -hmm. and I was like, I, I swear when I first saw it, I thought it was you guys. I was like, my man made it. He didn't even tell me he's on big TV. And then all of a sudden, Ooh, what, what did that feel like for you? Um, it was like seeing an ex, uh, after the breakup, <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, painful, but at the same time I had, I had moved on. So mm. I just, I mean, you know what? It wouldn't have been fun anyways. Who cares? Mm. Whatever. Um, so I, I mean, even now there's there's another shoe company that established themselves in um, what is it uh, mall kiosks actually, and um, mm. I remember uh, my wife Natalie being like, "Look, they're doing light shoes," and me just being like, "Whatever, I don't care. They can do whatever they want. It's it's whatever. It would have been hard anyways." Um, and just moving <laughs> on. <laughs> That's funny, man. So, so yeah. Do you think that maybe if the timing were just a little bit different, do you think that would have made a difference? I think so, but at the same time, I don't think we were ready for prime time. I don't think I was ready for prime time. I had mm. back then, especially in my what early twenties, um, yeah. ideas of grandeur that, like you know, like oh, okay, we'll get. Um, a round of uh, of um, someone will notice us. We'll get a round of um, of um, investment money from like maybe a venture capital firm, um, and we'll we'll be good. And then I'll be on my way up in the world, and um, everything will be on easy street. It's not that way. It's just, it's it's not. So like you know, as a twenty two year old, twenty three year old, I think um, at the time. If I had got, if someone had given me um, a round of funding, I would have fallen apart. Like, there's no doubt about it. So, ooh, I love that. I mean, kudos to you for admitting that because I think a lot of uh, a lot of alphas would be like, "No, nah, I would have, I would have been fine." <laughs> but the reality is, like, we were in our early twenties when we were first talking about this stuff. Yeah, and. If we had, like you said, that amount of money, we would have blown it on cars and like a bunch of other tech stuff. Yeah. You know? like, even if I had, if I had spent it just on business stuff too, I would have spent it on something stupid. Like I probably would right. outsource everything to China or something and then come back with like terrible shoes and then it'd be done. 
I mean, that's why you see so many companies, um, especially what, like in the mid, like maybe 2015, 2016, you saw so many companies on Kickstarter um, fail right after they got funding. Mm. And because like, yeah, you're, you're funding people with no business experience. So, you know, they have a cool product. They might be, um, you know, um, they might be a bunch of engineers that do that actually know how to build stuff. But then a push comes to shove, you know, they don't know anything about, um, you know, inventory management or they don't know how to like, or, or um, I'm trying to think of some other business words I'm not thinking of right now. But, uh, you know, basically all the stuff they need to build, um, build uh, the actual, you know, infrastructure of the company, people don't know how to do that. And like, I didn't know how to do, I don't know how to do that now. I don't know. And I, and I wouldn't know who to reach out to back then um, to, to, you know, actually build products. So mm -hmm. there's no they way. Scale it up and bring it big time. Right. Exactly. There's no way. Mm. So what's the, what's the number one lesson you learned from that venture? I learned number one would probably be don't hold back. Mm, explain because you know like all, all like getting the audience i didn't want to get the audience i didn't want to show off our product i didn't want to talk to people without um without a uh uh non-disclaimer or non non-disclosure um, the nda yeah yeah i i want i didn't want to do anything without having protection for everything so in the end you know i say that I didn't know much um, about business at the time. I didn't know um, anything about um, the internet, but at the same time, I couldn't even learn any of that stuff without being able to take the first step. I was too afraid. So, you know, um, if, if you're new, if you're getting into business, if you're starting something up, go, go all in. I mean, not don't spend a million dollars, but go in um, and try. Don't, don't hold back. Yeah. Unless you know what you're going to do with it. I think that's one of the things like when I talk to, you know, different executives or, you know, leaders or whatever, if they have a plan of what they're going to do with their budget, it's, you know, 20% is going to go into marketing. 20% is going to go into this research and development, whatever. If they have a plan, by all means, go ahead, test it out because that's yeah. where, you know, that's where you kind of figure out where you, through the rubber meeting the road, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what, you know, what, what ratios work best for you, your team, your company versus yeah. some people, just like what you're saying, they let fear paralyze them from even taking a step forward. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, um, you know, if you have the money and you, and you know what to do with it, go for it. But, you know, like if you're, if you're very small and you're just getting into something, um, still go for it. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. your budget's small, go for it. Right. <laughs> the bank you is just got it all. Um, or, or, a, a new, you know, new college grads, you know, you guys have debt too. Um, mm -hmm. you know, um, go all in, um, you know, but I'm just thinking about from one, from when I was, when I was, uh, that age too. Like I just, for I sure. much money. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get it. Money. I wanted to go all in, but I couldn't. <laughs> so let's 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 fast forward so you so apollo shoes great idea timing eh, who knows and then you go into your next venture what was your next venture 
Yeah. Um, so um, really quick, uh, I, I did learn a lot from Apollo. I learned how to do internet community management, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, and it's just kind of natural because I, you know, in the end of Apollo, I was trying to get audience to, um, to start following us. Mm -hmm. So um, after that, that I, I started getting into, I got my first job um, in search. So um, I uh, started a company, publishing company, and um, learned more there. So actually, um, uh, my my boss there is um, is a is a he's also a tech entrepreneur and very entrepreneurial. So I learned a lot from him. Um, so you know, I, I spent my time doing some corporate, taking what I learned from Apollo um, and applying it there. Um, mm -hmm. which is part of the whole fail up thing. Like, yeah, I failed Apollo, whatever. Um, but I used it, um, in my corporate gig. Um, so, you know, it's a couple, couple years there doing search, doing, um, working on, um, websites and, um, working really closely with a, a web team. So I started to really understand the ecosystem of web development and digital marketing and all that. Mm. Stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot. Um, next venture came from that because, uh, uh, we were, um, my wife, Natalie and I were, um, uh, sitting down, uh, is a winter of 2014 or 2015. Um, and, uh, there was a restaurant that we wanted to go to, but you know, Chicago winters, it's impossible. Sometimes it's impossible to find parking. You drive far right. away. Turns out it's crowded and you can't get in. There's no reservation. Like some restaurants don't have reservations. This particular restaurant we wanted to go to didn't take reservations. So we were like, and so I said, I told her, um, I don't want to drive all the way over there just to find out that we have to stand in the cold. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then Natalie just goes, um, yeah, I wish there was an app that would tell us how crowded places were. Okay, <laughs> All right. Yeah, I do too. Bing. Crap. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, so I immediately started writing up um, ideas because uh, I thought it was a really good idea for this app, which ended up being my next venture, <laughs> uh, which was called Rabble Dash. Um, yeah. So what went from making shoes to creating a web app? Um, or uh, just an app. Uh, Which is funny because you, literally like maybe 15, 20 minutes ago, you were saying how tech and the internet was really not your thing. It was not. And now like it's your next venture right. basically. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, I, I, I do not like it when people don't really understand what they're getting into or the product that their, that their, their new venture is in. Like, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's one restaurant around here. Um, uh, it's closed down now, but, uh, uh, there's, it was a poke shop mm -hmm. and, um, we went in there and we're really excited to try it and we're asking, and the owner was there. So we're, we're asking about it and they're like, um, so, you know, where are you from? What, uh, what got you guys into poke? And the guy was like, Oh, well, we own a French restaurant down, down the street and, you know, poke seems like it was a hot thing. So I just wanted to try it. And I was like, okay, I mean, I guess, but you know, it's really disheartening that you just picked up a piece of raw fish and cut it into squares and 
and charging us 20 bucks for it now. Whereas like, you know, it, you, you kind of want the authenticity of someone from, doesn't have to be, this person doesn't have to be from Hawaii, but like some authenticity with the thing that you're getting into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, um, that's why like whenever I get into a, into a new idea or a venture, it always comes from the heart. So like, you know, I was actually very passionate about the internet at that point. I was very passionate about search and websites and good user experience. And, um, and, uh, at the time apps, I like, I was like, okay, there's got like, I really like, you know, 2014, 2015 was like the app boom. Um, when, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's their Snapchat? Well, it got like a $3 billion valuation. So mm. I was like, okay, I like this a lot. I want to be part of this. I don't, I, I, I live in this world. I want to be part of this world. Um, and I want to grow in this world. Um, so that's what started that. It wasn't just like an idea, but like a, a passion to be part of this club. Like I really want to be part of this club. <laughs> wow. I, I like how, as you're telling the story, it's, it's literally like an evolution. One, what the first, your first business was just an idea and you're like, cool. The second one was an idea. And at the same time, you added passion to it and you took your weaknesses or your perceived weaknesses at the time from your first business into your second business, where now it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a great illustration of what you're talking about, failing up or failing forward. Yeah. Right. I love that. I love that. Do you think that you would have gotten that same interest and passion for internet search if you hadn't gone through Apollo, if you hadn't gone through that project? I don't think so. Like, uh, really? It was an eye opener that, cause like, you know, I was like using some sort of crap, like this is before Wix or like, or, um, I forgot what the other, you know, easy website service. There's a ton of them. Yeah. Ton of them. But back then there wasn't. So like I was, Mm. I would, um, I used some weird, um, Adobe platform that was really bad. And I remember like back then being like, man, I suck. (laughs) I hate sucking. (laughs) This is is really bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I like to think of, you know, like, I don't know if if any of you guys out there like Dragon Ball Z, but um, you know, when Saiyans, when they, when they almost die, they and get healed they're like exponentially stronger after that so i always like to think of myself that way too like oh i failed and life sucks and i feel really bad and um you know uh you know i i'm i'm a total failure and then you get a lot stronger after that so that's Mm. the way i kind of thought about it Look at you blending the whole entrepreneurial spirit with anime i love that i Uh, use anime a lot when i think about Struggles. (laughs) (laughs) Struggles. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's so nerdy. <laughs> but it, it's funny how it just all works out. And I mean, you you discover these layers and layers of you. Yeah. I mean, if you hadn't gone through Apollo and then you didn't go through Rabble Dash, mm-hmm. who knows what, what kind of experience? Who knows if you even had gone to anime? Right. It's just everything kind of like leads into one another. And and the whole idea, like you're saying, is of failing up. It's just there's something you said like a few weeks ago, something like um, you never you never fail. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. They have to do with failing up. 
Like you never fail. It, um, that it, you, 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 you never fail if you don't quit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's so good. Yep. That's so good. So let's fast forward. So after rabble dash. Yep. Again, you're quick to, to pull the trigger. You're quick to be like, all right, here's my idea. Let yep. me gather my, my council of folks. And then let's make this thing happen. What was the what was the timeline for that? Um, another month. Yeah, that's fast. I go yeah really heavy into it if I really like the idea because um, if I like the idea, it it's now my new toy. Um, mm. You know, like, and that's for anybody. Like, you know, if whatever your hobby is, if you're really into bikes, you and you you really think about bikes all the time, building bikes and like riding bikes. If you're into video games, you want the new console, you get a new, you pick a game and you just like to game. For me, if there's a really good idea, I all I think about is the idea and how to go about it. And I just think about what if the idea was real today and I just obsess about it. Um, mm. And and I just want to come, like I want it to be a real thing and not, not I, I don't really care about money or anything else at that point i just want it to be real because i really want to use it so with apollo i really wanted to wear those shoes i want to wear them out i want to wear them around chicago um and impress um natalie's friends <laughs> i really and with rabble dash i wanted an app to tell me when it was fucking busy because i didn't want to go to trader joe's and wait outside in line and I didn't want to go to this restaurant and wait outside in line. I didn't want to wait anymore. <laughs> I, so, I you solved, so you solved the problem of waiting in long lines. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was a lot of, uh, I think I, I wrote um, a business plan with a bunch of case studies. And now I'm just told, I mean, with COVID, obviously no one's waiting a line anymore so like the, the thought about waiting in a crowded place is just foreign to me now but i remember there were other oh there are like dmv like the dmv was a good case mm. oh i don't want to go to the dmv at six in the morning if i know that i'm going to be waiting for an hour i might as well go in the afternoon that was kind of the idea um and the idea would also be that um people would do it um uh, uh manually so it wouldn't just be an um automated thing people would chime in go to you know be in line you know tell them what the wait time is and complain is a place to complain too and be like uh you know they ran out of steak they ran out of uh, potatoes at at this restaurant i'm leaving or uh, uh, uh wait is like two hours long because um obama's in town and i, I yeah. like it's just like you know everyone has those those times where like they're stuck out stuck somewhere and they've already committed to staying at that place and they want to complain so that's kind of what this app was going to be that's that's so interesting because you're giving people an outlet to solve a lot of different problems yeah uh, even if you aren't going to solve it at least give them an outlet to vent yes and then at the same time it kind of solves other people's problems too like oh okay let's not yeah, okay I'm, I'm i'm not going there that's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's all that, that's so interesting so let me ask you this i love because i'm very similar I, I think the same way when i have an idea i'm obsessive about it i just think about it day and night like almost like 
I don't know if it's healthy or not, but whatever. It's worked yeah. for me thus far. <laughs> right. Um, what what would you say to people that would hear this or are listening to this or watching this right now and they're like, man, you moved too fast. You should have done more research a month. Like I, I know a lot of people who move quickly, but what would you say to someone that's like, why did you should take more time? Yeah. I to mean, do more research? what would you say to them? There's no reason to wait. I mean, unless someone is coming to you and being like, Hey, unless you have the idea and you need to like, put down cash is when I'd say maybe just wait a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. But like, if it's free, why are you like, we, we waste so much time during the day anyways. So why not use some of that time to at least do the initial research, the due diligence to take you a little bit further um, on this idea. Um, I have this rule um, and it's gone away <laughs> uh, recently, <laughs> but I had this 20 minute rule where every day for 20 minutes at a minimum, I have to research something that I'm interested in um, to help my career. Um, so, you know, then there's no, no excuse. So whether, whether you're, if you're, if you have this idea, just spend a little bit of time a day and, you know, in a month you already have this, a, a whole ton of stuff already ready to go. So, you know, um, we didn't, so again, we didn't launch, um, uh, within a month, but we were there within a month, ready to go. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're, again, if you're holding back on something that you're passionate about, maybe you're not passionate about it. Yeah. Mm. We'll let that one sink in a little bit. Cause I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, man, what you talking about, Jonathan? You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> Maybe I do, but then again, maybe, or maybe I don't, but then again, maybe I do. <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe I do know you. I am into tech, so it's quite possible I know everything about you. <laughs> True. <laughs> Let's do a quick Google search and yeah, I exactly. found you. I even did your SEO for you. Ah, yeah. <laughs> well, let me. I want to respect your time because you've been sharing so much. And, and again, this whole idea of failing up or failing forward, man, I think that's something that pe more people need to hear, not just like the good emotions of like, you, you get motivated, you get a little inspiration. Like you need to hear from people that are actually in it right now and have done it and have gone through it are continuing to quote unquote fail forward. Cause yeah. I just, I just don't, uh, for me, it's, 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 I don't want to sound cliche, but it's always a lesson. Yeah. I'm always learning something. So I'm like, dude, I learned something. I got something out of it. It wasn't a failure. Yeah, absolutely. Like maybe the monetary goal that I, I was, that I had set out to hit in the beginning, maybe I didn't hit that. So for that specific goal, sure. You could call that a failure, but in its entirety, I gained a lot. I learned about leadership. I learned about people. I learned about sales, marketing, SEO, all these things to help me propel forward yep so let me ask you this what's next Ooh. what's what's in the pipeline for you i am um i'm doing a new venture actually it's a little bit different um uh i can say i could share the name it's called um beltline supply um Ooh. it's uh, gonna be a website beltlinesupply.com but um, it's another venture with um, with my cousin Wolfgang. 
um, who's my basically my design person um, for everything. Uh, but we're we're making T-shirts this time. We're keeping it simple. So like, uh, and a lot of it's based on our childhood in Dallas. So um, you know, uh, the thought there is, um, and this is something I, I realized while while I was visiting Dallas um, a couple years ago, was um, Dallas is changing very fast. And if you're from Texas, you know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, the economy is pretty good down there. Californians are moving in. They're doing a mm -hmm. refresh rebrand of every single city uh, in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Everything is changing. Um, so uh, we're, we're taking some stuff, some ideas um, from our childhood, turning them into clothing. So, you know, there's a couple of them. They got a couple stores like that here in Chicago. Uh, you know, one of them, if you guys are familiar with it, Transit Tees. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not related with them. I just think they're cool. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that kind of idea is I'm taking a step back. I want to do something that's a little bit easier to manage personally because, like, the uh, Rabble Dash one was really fun. But, like, when you're talking to VCs and you're talking to investors, it's it's super stressful. And it's not something I want to do um, anytime soon. So, you know, this is this one's a little bit easier to uh, to manage. So keep an eye out for it. Beltline supply. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, for sure, Bell. You're gonna you're gonna have to give me the links to all that so I can add into the show notes when this uh when this episode goes out. How do you guys think if you don't have me asking, I'm not trying to like put your your business literally out there, but <laughs> is you thinking like kind of print on demand or it's gonna be your print own kind of brand thing? Yeah, we're gonna keep it simple. So like uh it's not uh, so we're still building it. Um it'll take a while. Um because Wolfgang's uh, busy, he'll probably listen to this. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's he's a busy boy, so um, busy boy. We're we're trying to keep it simple. Like I usually I like to build stuff myself now, like a website. Mm -hmm. um, I was gonna try uh, um, WordPress, but then we're just like, why not just do Shopify? Why are we why are we killing ourselves like we did in the past when we could just do things a lot easier now? So simple simpler idea, simpler. Um, uh, way to do it. We're just gonna keep it stupid, simple. Mm, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And how can how can people follow you right now? Or Ooh, you know, I mean, on social see. media. How how can people get connected with you so they can kind of follow so they can follow your journey and the things that you got going on? Sure, I'll, I'll tweet once in a while, um, but not not so much anymore. Um, if you really want to follow me, try. Um, John Keto, J-O-N-K-I-D-O on Twitter. And then um, me, I guess you can find me on LinkedIn if you want. I, I always I always like LinkedIn followers, so <laughs> find me on LinkedIn. Awesome, awesome. Well, Jonathan, again, brother, thank you so much for your time. Uh, this was a ton of fun. I mean, I, I heard some stories that I haven't heard ever. So it was really cool to hear that side of you and get more perspective on this entrepreneurial journey. Uh, yeah. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you for being on the show. And I uh, can't wait till we do it again next time so we can hear all about what's next. All right. Thank you. Thanks, bro. All right. See ya. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope that you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow me at AngeloLilock.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. You'll receive our weekly newsletters, any updates, any events, giveaways, all that kind of stuff every week straight to your inbox. All right, we wanna make sure that it's easy and convenient for you. 
We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.